Good afternoon and welcome to the chat. This is Michael Detweiler. I'm your host. Today I'm honored to have Councilman Mark Miller. Thanks for having me today. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, thank you for being here first off. And, and, and I guess where I like to start with guests is so where were you born? Where'd you go to elementary school? Tell us the tell us the Mark Miller story. Yes, sir. Well, I was born right here in Cookville at and at the time it was called Cookville General Hospital. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um went to school here, um Noah's Ark Daycare, then Capshaw Elementary, then in sixth grade we were at Prescott Middle School at the old um the old junior high school, high junior school. high school. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, for one year, then um, Avery Trace, then Cookville High School. Um, after um, high school, I went to Tennessee Tech and got a degree. Um, then went off to the Peace Corps for two years in Samoa. Um, so I lived in the country of Samoa for two years, put in rainwater catch tanks um, for the Peace Corps. Uh, came back and... Um, Got a job at a, a local restaurant while I was trying to learn how to speak English again. <laughs> um, worked there for a couple of years. Got married to my um, wife, Stacy. And one day she came in and said, hey, Mark, we need some insurance. So I decided to be look for a job online and ended up being a Tennessee State Trooper for about six years. Um, in that time, I got my master's degree from tech. And... Um, Ended up starting a business um, where we do um, road construction, traffic control, and um, had a one-year-old son. I'm currently getting a, a PhD from Liberty University in criminal justice, and um, I, I was fortunate to be elected as councilman here in Cookville. So that's just a little snapshot of my life. My goodness, there's about three hours worth of questions <laughs> I have here. Um, so uh, you're getting your Ph.D. Yes, sir. Criminal justice. Do, do you foresee yourself pursuing something along those lines in addition to your business? Um, I I just want to one day when I retire, be able to have like a side income of possibly sure. um Maybe working in academia somewhere. Sure, sure, sure. teaching. That teaching makes a lot of sense. So um, let me think about this. Uh, um, so you were part of that class that was in that transition part between, you know, Prescott Middle School at the old um, uh, junior high school, and then switching over there to Avery Avery, Avery Trace. Right. Yes, yes, sir. So I was only at Prescott. In sixth grade, okay. Um, in fifth grade, I was at Capshaw. So. Okay, sure, sure. Because it made those those changes were made by the school system. Um, I actually spent uh, eighth and ninth grade in that building. Yes, sir. And that building, even as an eighth and ninth grader, was intimidating. I can't imagine, you know, being a couple of years younger. Yes, sir. I, I remember having a couple gyms and sure. in there, and um, I'm trying to think of some of my memories from there that sure. there were science the labs and all the science like yeah. the, all the stairs yeah. and um yeah. a weight room at a school you didn't have that at capshaw so it was just interesting things like that yeah it uh the old gym and then going down those narrow steps to go underneath the gym you know <laughs> right. for the for the locker rooms and yes, everything sir. it was uh you know you could just tell that the 
school had been built in the 1930s, 1920s, and that, you know, all the different additions had been done. That front edition was added in like 1975. And, and, and so it, uh, I think we moved here in 76. So it, so it was called the new part. Yeah, is, yes, sir. Is what everybody called it back then. And, and so, uh, that's interesting. Of course, Tennessee Tech owns that today. I think they call that Foundation Hall. Yes, sir. And so it's uh, really, really neat. So with city council, uh, since this is a political show, so with uh, <laughs> city council, so were you at home and you just one day said, hey, I'd like to do this? Or or at that time, you were working for the Tennessee Highway Patrol, right? Y- yes, sir. Um, so... There was maybe around 2016 when all the election stuff was going on in 2016. I was like, oh, that'd be cool to run for something one day. So I kind of explored my options and was like, yeah, I guess running for city council would be fun. And being born and raised here, going to university here, um, working and living here, I just was like, I guess this is the place where I can serve the best. So. Mm So put together a campaign and just put together a campaign finished and finished in the top five. Fin- right? Yep. Got finished in the top five was fortunate there. And so, so what did you perceive council work to be like and has it matched up or is it um, yeah. different? Yeah. Um, it, that, that's, that's a really good question. <laughs> I, there, there's been some, um, a, a lot of different things that have been thrown at us and we with covid and sure, the tornado sure. it, it's been a, a pretty difficult um um four years with some of some of those things but we are, we've been still able to do some exciting things um uh and one one of the things that i've been uh passionate about some of our infrastructure building so we're um doing a lot of roads right now we've um, put in a transportation fund so we can actually expand some roads and um, redo some roads we've um, my most exciting thing that we just voted on was um, the engineering contract to get sewer out to Tennessee Avenue so we can start yes, to develop that absolutely. area that's um, a needed um, for needed for expansion of the city sure so. Sure, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And I noticed from uh, basically the railroad tracks north on Cedar, that expansion of that road's going, coming along nicely. Y- yes, sir. And um, we've been able to fund a couple more people for Greg Brown's crew so he can um, get a lot of work done because – we keep on throwing projects at them, and we don't have enough people to do the projects. So. That's right. <laughs> I noticed that in the articles is that uh, um, we can do this in-house. And, and right. I'm, and I'm sure Greg's putting his hand on his head going, seriously, guys? <laughs> <Right>. Another one? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with um, the Tennessee Avenue, um, widen, or not Tennessee Avenue, but um, 10th Street widening, I think. Yes. We're probably going to have to contract that out because we just don't have sure manpower. But I'm not 100 percent sure for that. So hopefully, sure, sure. that's a large project that, when you're when you're going from 111 up there to Wilson Avenue, and then widening it like it's going to be widened. And obviously, there looks like there's some utilities that are going to have to be moved. As right? Well. Yeah, I don't. I notice it a lot. I don't know if a lot of other people notice it where there's um, two electric poles one in the middle of the sidewalk and then one off the sidewalk there so that's that's just 
one of the things that we're going to have to move and when we're widening the streets. Wow. Well, when we come back after the break, we're talking with Councilman Mark Miller here on the chat. Welcome back to the chat. I'm Michael Detweiler, your host, and our guest today is Councilman Mark Miller. And when we went to the break, we were talking about uh, the Food City Project. Um, So is the time frame in terms of expanding the roadway, does it kind of coincide with the building of the store? Right. Yes, sir. We uh, did the engineering contract about maybe six, three or four months ago, Mm -hmm. and um, I think the engineering is almost complete on it. And as soon as that engineering is complete, we're going to probably put it out for bid. And so we can, um, widen Penn sure, street. Sure. So. And get that, get that going. And then obviously I saw where the, uh, food city folks, you know, were targeting a December opening date. And yeah. So. Th- that would be great. It, it looks like lots of the groundwork's almost complete out there. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed they put all the piping in and, right. um, Looks Lots like of the grading got, works. Yeah, the base completed. looks like it's done for the store. It, it right. Like, um, and then, and then the, what? what is that, a berm or something that's kind of behind the store? Right. There's, there's a little berm to help protect the community behind there from lots of the noises that are associated with sure. traffic. And I saw in the plan that maybe they were uh, putting in like Leland Cypress or something similar right. for protection noise protection right there'll there'll be um leland cypress and then there'll also be a fence just to try to keep foot traffic from going back into into the neighborhood sure okay well good well since i live back there i guess that's (laughs) kind of care about those things so um any other projects neat things going on you you can share with us yeah one, one of the most exciting things um that i see coming down the pipe is um this year in the budget, we, we're doing a feasibility study for an aquatic center okay. and also an ice center. Um, if you look at all of our um, development plans for our leisure services, the number one thing that's always asked for is a public pool. Um, yeah, like Gillies. Like, like, like Gillies down in McMinnville. And um, I'm pushing for something bigger and better. Okay. I just think that that's, um, that's, that's what the people want. Sure. And... Do you think a pool like that is a, um, I mean, could it, I mean, could we envision it being a revenue neutral pool or bigger? I hope it's a revenue positive pool and I hope it actually attracts people from outside of the community as well and brings them in and, um, so they spend their tax dollars in Cookville. Sure. That's, um, well, there's certainly no shortage of people driving to Warren County to right. go to Gillies Pool. 100%. So if we can um, get that traffic headed toward Cookville, um, that's what we're doing it for. Um, and one of the big things with um, these feasibility studies as well is that I'm the most excited about is the ice rink. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we're going to do a feasibility study because there's a major partner out there that possibly wants to partner with us that would make it um, sure a, a very affordable for us to be able to do a, a large um, ice center here and just bring another one-of-a-kind attraction to Cookville that nobody else really has around here. Sure. And it will attract people coming toward Cookville. Well, and I could see also how an ice center could could develop a sport, you know, kind of like soccer that was almost unheard of here 30 years ago. 
there's huge participation in soccer 100 percent. and so could could we develop a uh, hockey league starting with youth and building it up i mean somebody might is probably not going to get out on the ice but no but look at our lacrosse program look correct, at our correct. soccer program um if we could start a hockey program um here in, in cookville even figure skating as well th- sure. those are um different sports that other communities around here they don't have that ability and when when i went down to the ford ice center in nashville um they had teams from California, from Minnesota, from um, North Carolina, from Florida, from Texas, all there competing. And they said that this is a um, weekly thing. They have um, uh, tournaments from all o- from people from all over coming into the Ford Ice Center because there's just not enough ice in the United States right now to host wow. all the tournaments. So. so then that fills our hotel rooms, puts people in restaurants, 100%. people spend money in stores, local local stores, as well as our chain stores that we have. Right. It keeps everybody employed and just r- rises the boat. That's right. keeps the, uh, um, the tax base very healthy. Right, I, I can see that. I can mm-hmm. totally see see that. Um, other other projects going on that y'all so, excited about? Um, yeah, going going back to before the the break, talking about getting sewer out the Tennessee Avenue. So hopefully, we get a large um, some sort of uh, truck center, gas station out there. That brings a lot of revenue in, um, mm-hmm. and that will also help us develop the fairgrounds out there for the county. And if we get the fairgrounds moved out there, then we're going to have a, ni- the, a nice piece of land right in the middle of town that sure. maybe the county can um, get a good developer in and put something really neat right in the middle of um, Cookville, right in yeah. front of Walmart. So. I, I think, and I, I, I know I read this somewhere or maybe heard, heard it on the radio, that um, uh, County Mayor Porter was bringing uh, something to the uh, commission the end of this month about a potential suitor for the property right and i've heard that as well but that i mean that's as far as i know sure sure makes sense um i did see i guess in the last couple days uh where they where they did the groundbreaking up in crossville for the bucky's chain and what an impressive group of people those are right yeah that it would be great if eventually we could get something like that here um Maybe if we get a a truck stop or or something like that on Tennessee Avenue, it could be like a Loves or a Pilot or something that uh, the tax revenue off those things are are unheard of. It is. It's 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 just huge. I guess the Bucky's had a hundred and twenty spots that you could put fuel into your vehicle. A hundred and twenty. That's just unimaginable. Right. Well, if if you look at the in front of Food Lion on um, Jackson. They've got a Tesla um, charging station sure. there because that's where it looks like everything's going. And there are Teslas from all over the place that are always pulling in there sure. and spending money here yeah. in Cookville. So Yeah, if if we're on that side of town, we always peek in on those to see if anybody's using them. Right. And, of course, years ago, you didn't see much use. But obviously, since vehicles, you know, there's more electric vehicles out there. You see cars in there all the time. All the time, and they're spending money right. here in Cookville. And i got to think it's got to help foot traffic 
you know, in those shops right around there. Right, 100%. Whether it's, you know, they walk up to Sonic and get a bite to eat and sit down there, or whether they walk into the Verizon store or into the grocery store. 100%. I got to think it's got to help. 100%. Yeah. You're listening to Mark Miller, city councilman here in Cookville, and this is The Chat. Welcome back to The Chat. This is Michael Detweiler, my guest today, City Councilman Mark Miller. So um, the police station, the new police station out there on Neal Street, that's coming along. That's coming along. That was one of the really exciting projects that we've got to work on this entire um, council term. Um, Pretty much from the beginning of the term, all of the council members got together and were like, we have to get a police station. We were behind. Way behind the times. with that. So I understand that um, uh, some of the new police cars coming along will be a hybrid type of vehicle. Yeah, this year we're um, getting a few hybrid Ford Explorers just to kind of start testing that market because that's the way that um, law enforcement's going um, uh, to the Tennessee Highway Patrol is getting like 70 or 80 hybrid Ford Explorers. Um, it, it'll just save the taxpayer um, gas money in the long sure. run. When you're filling up a tank of gas every day right sure. now as a, a police officer, um, whatever we can do to help that. Sure. So so they'll be able to charge them there at the station. Yeah. We're, we're putting the conduit in for um, electric vehicles. The hybrid vehicles won't have to be charged. Okay. Um but if we do go to an, a full electric at one point, um, sure, yeah, we'll we'll have the conduit already in place there for that. What's What's impressive about some of the electric vehicles is the acceleration. The, you see those zero to sixty numbers and go, oh my goodness! Right, yeah. That um, if we were to get into a high speed chase, we would be able to follow them for a I while so. and get up to them. So <laughs> huge advantage there. Um, Let's see. Let's see. What else have I failed to cover? Um, uh, uh, with the police station again, like we we're, we did another like twelve thousand, I think, um, square foot addition to it that what wasn't the original plans because we want to make sure that they've got everything um, that they need. Sure. Um, so is it um, what what's the uh, completion date there? Are we thinking in twenty? I think it, I think it's February now. It's supposed to be january but when we added that change order for the expansion of the one of the third floors it pushed it back a month okay okay so so soon so soon we're the police will have a new home here in cooksville great that's that's great i'm sure that'll be a huge event for the area that'll be a huge event and that'll be a huge thing for um not only our police department but our leisure services department um You'll be able to go and watch Shakespeare in the Park and not have to worry about police sirens going off every time there's a call. So <laughs> That's funny. I didn't think about that, but that's the truth. Okay, um, five minutes to go in the show. Anything you want to share with the people? Yeah, um, I, I don't have a lot to share. I, um, I do know that um, there has been a, some recent controversies in the news um regarding um the hospital and stuff and i i'm really i consider myself a good friend with mayor shelton and um we talk all the time about um issues and um i think that he's going to do a really good job at the position that he's at and there was just some um legalities that we were trying to um work through this just to protect the city and to protect the hospital because the hospital is one of our most 
um, it's it's a huge asset for the city. It um, employs a lot of people. It's got a hundred and six million dollar payroll, and that money stays here in Cookville and funds a lot of things that we all do. A lot of the restaurants we go to, they wouldn't be there if we didn't have such a a strong entity. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Um do you see any legislative action um, regarding the private act or anything, you know, next year uh, or is that off the board? No, I, I think that um, we've allowed the public to see what the city's role is in the hospital. Um, that was always a question that a lot of people had. And, um, we went out and spent about $5,000 on an outside attorney just to show exactly what the city's role is in the hospital. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't foresee anything going down to the legislature. Um, mm-hmm. the, the one thing that I want to see going down to the legislature is possibly getting some, um, um, <laughs> something with Tennessee Tech, a partnership with Tennessee Tech and um, Cookville Regional to possibly expand some of the health education. Um, I I wouldn't mind um, working with them to maybe bring a residency program to our hospital, maybe um, increase from the current nurse practitioner um, um, health education up to PA or an MD program. have a medical school have a medical school that's that's one of those institutional things that we could put in a place that probably wouldn't sound financially sound right now but in 20 to 30 years it would be extremely financially sound for our community so um i want to i want to start working on some projects like that to um, um maybe get that um, in the work so the changes going on over at the university and actually that entire side of town are just amazing you know when i look at the new sciences building and then when i saw the plans for the engineering building coming and and just the way campus is looking right to me, it's just amazing oh dr oldham's done a great job um expanding and um getting a lot of funds in t- for tennessee tech and I want to do whatever we can as a city to help them out. Sure. And, um, and and I know the future of Dixie Avenue, the changes coming, you, you know, along there at Tennessee Tech are very exciting as well. They are really exciting. Um, they're going to slow the traffic down there a little bit with a um, More new traffic a, plan. Yes, yes. So um, it'll make it safer for um, the students going back and forth and make it more of a homely feel, more of a park-like setting than right. a thoroughfare. Right, a boulevard. <laughs> a boulevard right. where we could have mass parades going right. through there. So. That's right. I think we can still do the parade. You know, it, it may it may have to look a little different, but but, but I like the plan. You know, right. I'm happy about that. Right, yeah. And, and there were some questions whenever the plan initially came out because um, – Right now, Dixie Avenue there is a thoroughfare for a lot of people. I, I dri- have to drive that road every day, sure. um, fifteen miles, an fifteen hour. at fifteen miles per hour, and 
um, I'm, I'm glad that to see that that's moving forward and we're, we're going to beautify that area a little bit more. Well, I, I hear you. Well, Mark, I, I just sincerely appreciate your time today. Well, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to other council members. So any help you can give me with <laughs> yes, that? Yes, sir. That I'll, I'll, awesome. I'll contact all the other council members and say, hey, here's yeah. Michael's number. That's so. right. I appreciate that. You are listening to the chat. Have a great day.